Welcome to Trash Talk. I'm Lane. I'm D. I'm Chase. I'm Ryan. And you're the audience on Facebook. Ryan is looking good. Big Dick Grape looks pretty good. Derek's looking good. I don't know what's on your shirt, Derek. What is it? Mahomes. Fucking Mahomes. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Do you want to show off your hat? Yeah. There yeah. it is. World, great, we'll just, world uh, greatest running runner up this year. Yeah. I mean, it's a rematch, right? That's <laughs> so what's going to happen this year. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be down. Yeah. Could Has happen. that ever happened in the Super Bowl era? A rematch from the year before? Uh, in the Super Bowl? Man, the if Bills tried football. to make it. The Bills tried to make it happen going four years in a row. I think I don't think we ever played the same thing two years in a row, though. But no, because one year it was Dallas. Yeah. So and then yeah, yeah. Well, right. It could it could happen this year. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Because we're those. It's hard to get back to the Super Bowl multiple years in a row, but uh, for real, if there was a chance for that to happen. I think the Chiefs and Niners like Cowboys for they have a lot of their main team intact still. They brought like a lot the of them. 90s. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's not the nineties. <laughs> Chase is already big dick in it. <laughs> so Chase, do you want to talk about this first story you got here or are you just frozen up during it? Yeah. It's frozen. Happen. <laughs> hey, what are you guys drinking out there? H2O. Water. Jameson. Chasing nice. it with a little water. All right, that's fine. I got the red stripe. I don't know what Chase is drinking. Hooray beer. Yeah. Besides mm-hmm. the guy drinking water. That's I'm fine. Drinking that Chiefs Kool Aid. <laughs> Straight to the head. <laughs> to the dome. To the dome. So we will talk about the necrophiliac later. Or no, excuse me, the cannibalism later. Um, should we talk about the man that got arrested for farting on the police? Yes. <laughs> that what is assault. Hell? That is a weird assault, but assault. It uh, has happened multiple times, apparently. To the same cop? <laughs> no, not the same cop, but um, the mo- this most recent one. Hey, it's really, I got a really bad signal. Can you okay. Hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you better, definitely. So, Did you hear about this, Chase? The man farting? In no? Austria, no less. No. He, he had his, yeah. 560 pounds for farting loudly in front of police officers. Was he being squeezed? No, it sounds like he uh, he waited for the exact right time and squeezed one out very loudly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm assuming he like made eye contact with the police, you know. Came from the deep butt. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's that says it all. <laughs> farting in the presence of a police officer costs a lot, quote unquote. Yeah. If only you know, uh, 
<clears throat> if only um, Monty Python would have clarified on that, farting in someone's general direction. I think there's a good joke there, but I, I don't think I can say it yet. It's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apparently he rose slightly from the park bench, looked at the offers, and apparently intentionally released a massive fart in the immediate vicinity of the officers. Offensive. Yeah, super. <laughs> so the next so time the, I park in front of my wife, she can call the cops on me? So essentially yeah. it was more or less the eye contact than anything. <laughs> I mean, well, it says this is meant for you. <laughs> You're probably getting one of these faces too. Oh, damn it. I think I... I think it was more of like a the officer felt assaulted from that order, didn't you? You know, and especially if he had to had to had to smell it. After, if he had to talk you know, about yeah, definitely assault. Yeah, especially Taco well, Bell. What do they eat in Austria that would that would Vienna that? sausages? <laughs> there, I, yeah, I have no clue what they eat in Austria. I would assume some sort of Italian greeting and sausages. Yeah, probably about that. That makes sense. But it's happened here in Missouri. They uh they arrested a man. Or he turned out to have a felony for arrest, but he passed gas so loud he gave up his hiding spot. That's happened so many times. I think I've been reading that shit since high school. Like <laughs> reading articles of fuckers can't hide because they're gas, man. We yeah. don't have visual, sir, but we can smell them. <laughs> and then another one in Scotland, a man farted while he was getting a body cavity search. <laughs> no, you well, can't what did he? That. What do you expect? Yeah, how are you going to like... It's really... a nervous part. Exactly. It's just bo bodily function at that point. I mean, if you're getting up there, man, you're, you're asking for that type of prize. <laughs> You're asking for it. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yes. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. <sighs> no, I'm not going to do that shit. And that's why the man had yeah. to pay seventy-five dollars or seventy-five hours of yes. service. <coughs> Excuse me. Do any of you have a mint? <laughs> Perhaps some banaka. <laughs> so, Chase, you've never farted on a cop. No. <laughs> you gotta think about it. <laughs> Thinking Jeez. real hard. No. Ryan, isn't your your <laughs> dad uh, uh, a cop, isn't he? Huh? Was he? Is your dad a cop? Yeah, my my dad's a sergeant in Fremont, yeah. He never got farted on though, did he? <laughs> he would have definitely told me, that's for sure. <laughs> no. He's told me a lot of the stuff that he's got to deal with, for sure. Yeah. Farting is, Being farted on isn't one of them. But I think, uh, I mean, I know people have spat at him, obviously. But uh, nothing, nothing crazy fetishy. So here's the real big question. What is a worse crime? Farting on the police or... Eating your grandma. Eating your grandma. Hands down, number two. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree to that. I mean, was it some like witchcraft bullshit where he's like, you know, he's trying to like consume his, hey, we, his grandmother's spirits for we're talking about personal gain? 
Yeah, cannibalism. They, they said the police didn't uh, release anything, but the man's being tested to see if it was drug related. You know, like if he was smoking bath salts or something. That's definitely bath salts. Uh, <laughs> like remember that that dude, in, that high school kid in Florida that basically started eating a dude in his garage after he killed him. Yeah, there was multiple yeah, people I, like that going on. There was somebody <laughs> that was, I think they killed someone and then started Before eating their face. In yeah. Florida, as well. Florida bath salts. We hear you somewhat. What are you trying to say, Big Dick? Do it. Big Dick. Can you hear me? Did Grape fall asleep? I was going <laughs> to say, what's worse, eating grandma or eating out grandma? <laughs> <laughs> Um, damn, that's a oh, tough man. one. I think I'd have would to you rather? Out there, it's like the Family Guy. Would you rather? My signal is really bad. It is. Yeah, we, we know. It's so strong. I don't know what's going on. I guess your dick's not that big for not getting good reception. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Do you have the wire wrapped around your dick or what? No response. That's fine. So now we can. Yes. Okay. Um, anything else about <laughs> eating grandma? No. Nah, um, that's that's some bad shit. Like, I want to I want to ask that guy a bunch of a bunch of questions, but maybe we don't need to know the answers. I mean, there's a lot of deranged people out there. I know uh, some people that are into cannibalism. It says I have strong signal. <laughs> <laughs> Loud noises. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. I don't know. Refresh your page again, maybe. Don't I get locked out. I a guy out. with a trident. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you are just frozen half the time, and all of a sudden your voice just comes out of nowhere. Poor well, yeah, that's why we're going to hopefully be getting into studio here real soon. About to see what kind of happens with Nebraska reopening for business and see how uh, right. cases are spiking and everything. Are they spiking? Does anyone know? Yeah, they're spiking. In places, yeah. 20 states right now, I believe. In Oklahoma's the having records. I'm records talking about spiking. Nebraska, Omaha in general. Uh, I haven't our, heard anything about our records. I think like Texas, Florida, I think Oklahoma was another one that are spiking pretty bad right now. I read what last month we were hitting our stride as far as like all of a sudden, like the percentage of cases coming out and um, hospital beds being taken. It was starting to hit a, a higher number, like a record number at that point, like maybe anywhere from three weeks to a month ago. But um, I, I haven't heard that that type of talk since then. Well, it seems like it's still, it never really went down. It's been consistent, like around the hundreds every day, 100 yeah. cases reported, you know. Did you hear what uh, Pence told all the governors just yesterday, I think? He, didn't he lie to them or something? No, he had a conference call and told them to lie. He said to tell everybody that cases are going down. If anybody questions the numbers, then tell them that 
it's they're going up only because we have more testing, which is true. Uh, Part of that is, yeah. That doesn't mean anything and to basically lie to people. Yeah. Fucking garbage. Which is why it got leaked out to the news because people are like, what the fuck is going on? Why would you say that? In this day and age, that shit isn't going to take long before it comes out. Yeah, exactly. Truth will find a way out. Speaking of going down, though. (laughs) (laughs) It was slippery, guys. I mean, even just this music that's added to it, that they played during it, is kind of ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> He's not a guy that walks with his hands, arms swaying anyway, so his balance and is then, probably and then that, little, that little jaunt there at the bottom, or the end, is kind of it's weird. Yeah. So that's a that's a seventy two year old making a, a quick move for however fucking old he is. Seventy four as of Sunday. Yeah, that was that exactly because everyone's kind of wondering now what is his health like? The fact that he was, you know, shuffling. Well, you, you, you saw something with him in the the water there too. He he couldn't put the water to his mouth. So he had to get his other hand and here I, I got a glass of water I can show you. So he just had a little hand and had it and to like lever it up, you know. Yeah. So I saw on Yahoo News today that. <laughs> So, uh, doctor suggests that he's got um, untreated syphilis, <laughs> and that's oh, why. <laughs> and that's and that's why, that's why we're seeing kind of a um, deteriorating you know, brain, a little bit of a wonky Trump. You know, if if we didn't already have one to start with, but so didn't like was it Al Capone or someone else die from that? Yeah, yes. died of syphilis in prison. Yeah. Well, people used to dive it all the I was reading, I mean, I hate to talk conjecture on something that, you know, couch diagnosing somebody, but I don't remember the name of it, but it, it's basically, a, I think, a mental declining thing that if you watch a lot of his posture, he's always from the side, he's always kind of leaning forward a lot, even when he's standing up. Um, they have trouble using the fine motor skills in their hands, you know, which explains using two hands to drink out of a cup. Walking down any sort of incline could be difficult. Um, There was some thread about it. They just had all these pictures, videos, and stuff, and then describing the symptoms. Um, Even, like, rambling sentences, um, incompleted thoughts. And then it even gets into certain personality disorders, too, about um, basically trying to make everything about yourself, have a big ego. And if somebody says something you don't like, you know, you, you just get really pissed off. It was... Which I can know the name of it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would explain quite a lot, though, honestly, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. What did you hear about the joke he made during that speech he gave, too, didn't you? Oh, um, so. He was trying to – so I think it was West Point graduates. That's what that video was from. <clears throat> and yeah. the West Point people have been doing the end of their, their semester or whatever – um remotely because of covid and he wanted to give a speech because it was his birthday and it was also coincided with the graduation day so he forced them all to get together and then he made kind of a poor taste joke where you know this is about them celebrating the achievement of graduating from west point and and i don't remember the 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 joke verbatim but the punchline was basically like 
you're all here for my birthday and blah, blah. And, and he like waited for the applause that never came. Like not a single noise. Maybe you heard a mouse fart on a cop or something. That was about it. Hmm. That's weird. Imagine that guy that wanted to clap and was like, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Just pull <laughs> the right. grate. <laughs> Just froze right, up. Pull the grate. <laughs> no? All right. Sorry, Sorry, I was looking at something else. Uh-huh. I was doing well, that a second Trump, ago, too. Um, so he had two decrees this week, some executive orders. Uh, he made it federally illegal for chokeholds or kneeling on people's necks uh, for the cops to do that. Um, dot, dot, Good dot. On unless they're in fear for their life. Oh, Jesus. Which, which is a pretty tough thing to explain when you're in the, in the, the dominant position, eh? Yeah, and that's been a big issue with a lot of people with police brutality is there's always the claim, I was in fear for my life. It's a nice blanket thing to finagle your way out of a lot of things, I guess, um, uh, you for would, cops. But, and so that, yeah, a lot of people are basically saying, you made this executive order that has zero teeth to it. Man, with the amount of cops that are usually around in a situation like that, you would think that would be a tough thing to try to, like, proof because obviously it, it, you have to be able to prove with upon a uh, upon a reasonable doubt you would think you know when said cop is fearing for his life said supposedly and he's got five friends with him five five co-workers five uh fellow officers you know i you'd have to you'd have to be able to prove some you'd think now <laughs> you know a lot of unreasonable doubt <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of a surprise that it took this long to be outlawed, right? Yeah. Something um, like that, like an, un un an unreasonable maneuver. Because again, you're in, if you've got your knee to someone's neck, you're in a dominant fucking position. Like there's, if anyone that's a wrestler or MMA guy, you, leverage, you know, is fucking, um, is everything. So and and those types of those types of things go down in when you're taking down someone like his leverage and when you've got your knee in the fucking neck, man, like that's you're it not don't moving. take much. It don't take much yeah. to just cut circulation off really easily. Oh, you got your jugular right there too. Oh yeah. Yeah, you ever you ever tried to do a sit up with someone holding your forehead? Like it, it's in certain spots of your body, it's it it is it doesn't take that much strength to to hold someone down. Now, if you've got someone in cuffs and your knees into the back of the neck, like why not, you know, ask for one of your fellow five guys standing around watching you struggle, like help pull them up and get them onto a car or into the car. Like, why do you have to sit there for eight minutes and 47 seconds or whatever the fuck it was, you know, it was way too long. Cuffs. Yeah. Well, his other executive order this week was abolishing uh, the Obama era uh, rules or laws that were part of um, yeah. Obamacare, getting rid of um, the discrimination laws for LGBTQ at hospitals. Yeah. So now, if a hospital, somebody or the hospital has a policy or the person that's supposed to be helping you has whatever beliefs, 
you could be dying and they could say, I'm not helping that person. They're gay. Yeah. Which is just insane. Yeah. And he also did this on the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Florida. Yeah. It's hard. You can't, man. The so, the timing of that is kind of I think just a coincidence, but Miller either way, almost that shit's, that shit's dumb. So like wait, the this ruling happened? on that or the reversal is dumb. This, Trump signed an executive order about hospitals, and then the Supreme Court signed or passed the law—not law, but they had the ruling that it's now you can't discriminate against them. As um, far as like, they can't be fired. For people yeah. who are trans, trans, and lesbian, by, I think it bleeds into other stuff too about like marriages, um, yeah. sodomy. It doesn't have sodomy rules, laws. It doesn't affect housing, though. No. That's one thing I've learned oh. is that that ruling it does not affect housing. So <clears throat> there's still some work to be done, but shit, like that's a it, it's still a giant step, eh? You know? So do you think he did this like on purpose at the same time to like to kind of speak to his base too? Like, oh yeah, we're allowing them to keep their jobs, but we can well, discriminate which, against their their health. You know, that's a good question. Like, which one was was levied first? Uh, was it the the Trump change or was it the Supreme Court uh, confirmation? I mean, he the probably report came out first, and I think it was the next day this happened. He oh, probably okay. thought so, that the Supreme Court was going to go the other way and was trying yeah. to add to it, you know? Yeah, Neil Gorsuch is the one that gave the the address or delivery. He wrote the, the piece, whatever they call that. Um, although I think it was Kavanaugh who wrote a dissenting letter. He voted against it. Hmm. But as far as the timing and everything, I, I can almost guarantee you that came from Stephen Miller. That guy's a sick bastard. Well, I think he's doing a lot of Trump's policies right now. Yeah, I think he does too. Sorry, uh, Jordan, we might maybe things will get a little more provocative later on. So stay oh, hey, Jordan. In. Stay tuned in. <laughs> if you're turned on, stay tuned in. <laughs> for more right. or maybe he's talking about the little fro curls of Derek <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so <laughs> I mean the, the LVGQT community is happy about today right well, they were happy about the Supreme Court ruling um, yeah but a lot of people are really upset with the uh, the hospital thing. Yeah, I can see that. Good to know. He's quickly turning this into <laughs> a gay porn thing. Man, he's he's pushing that agenda, man. Gay That's porn hard. Stuff. There's nothing wrong with that, Derek. Um, hmm. Do you think that this will just reverse back? In a little bit like it just teeter totters back and forth yeah like eventually there'll be some law where they're not to be able to discriminate against for housing and the doctor now you know depends on who gets elected not just president yeah. but... well and there's always amendments or addition so i mean i think it just takes time to find out like uh, or or to work in these after the fact like hey these holes that we we left <laughs> 
um, we left out here, you know, as far as what this should have covered, why not let, let's add these, you know, I imagine that probably will take another fucking, uh, four years, something like that. Make sure you but, vote. Yeah. Fucking a register to vote, do your census, you know, yeah, make, and that everyone. When we had the state primaries, I actually researched everybody on the ballot, uh, including all the school board and all that stuff. Really? Wow. You got to. I don't get that deep into school board, but I think that might change now with uh, Cameron on board, you know, depending yeah, on whatever yeah, area that I end up in. My brother but, and a couple other people were who I thought about when I was looking into that stuff. It was just like. It's a fair point. But it's what all. What different areas you know <laughs> the school board affects everything you know the mud yeah. officer is like what's really important yeah no I, I don't know because i have no clue what they do yeah they just lead a conference probably a MUD? conference call the mud guy girl i know they're important for setting uh pricing uh they're pretty big part in that um, and then as far as like initiatives too, I, I think it's uh, OPPD. Like I know, um, whoever leads that, uh, those sort of initiatives, like they're doing a whole solar, um, yeah. panel thing right now that you can co-op into. Yeah. Did they send you guys letters about like joining a survey so you could like keep them informed on like things, topics they should be aware of kind of thing? I don't recall okay. getting a letter for that. Although I think I'm on a no mailing list. They can send all that stuff to me in my uh, email. So I get emails. Yeah, from that's, them, that's where I get it at, actually. I don't think I got an email like that unless I went to my junk. My bill certainly never goes to the junk mail. Yeah, that one always arrives. <laughs> on time. <laughs> hey, it's time for money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, speaking man. of money and everything... Just kind of wanted to talk about the Omaha budget real fast. Oh, super, there, there you go. Super exciting stuff. Um, apparently, the total for the police is uh, 150 over 150 million for 2020 recommended. And they had 164 over. I moved that year. to my big screen. Sorry, we'll go. We'll go faux big. Oh, um, there you go. How big is the annual city budget, though? Um, that I did not pull up. I just pulled up the police department. Oh shit! Little Dick's back. <laughs> <laughs> Little Dick Grape. Is that better? Oh. Grapes. Welcome back. Uh, Vicky says hi, guys. Oh hey. When do I get to be on your server? When we can be in the studio. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're going back to the we're waiting to hear from Wayne when we get the AOK. Be back in the studio. What? What is this? I don't think so. Or maybe she's talking about to the Omaha seventy thousand dollars. Seven hundred thousand. Oh. For what? Hey. To trash talk? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we're definitely getting the studio now. We're gonna have to beat people. You have to, <laughs> yeah. You guys it. can hire anyone. Well, no, we just add that to the Omaha budget. Oh, okay. 
So Does, do they track donations like that though, or is that kind of like in the in a budget like that? Um, I would assume so. I mean, this is kind of like all on the, um, uh, it's free public information. Gotcha. Okay. Private donor. Interesting. Warren Buffett. Are they, it's interesting to me because it's like, well, what are they donating money to the city for? Is that trying to keep, keep the police funded? If you have to have a change to go around for that type of stuff. Oftentimes, uh, you're, you're probably rich and you get tax cuts for that. Like Warren Buffett back in the 90s. Maybe it was Bill Gates. I think it was Warren Buffett. Uh, donated something like well, definitely millions and millions, maybe even like I thought it was like half of somebody's wealth to the federal government. But somebody calculated out the tax cuts they would get, and it was like over a decade of substantial tax cuts. So, like in the long run, it basically paid for itself. I'm not saying that their uh, thought behind that was in a bad place at all, but. <laughs> Just some context for possible motivation. Right. Well, we got this headline right here. Omaha's budget could exceed one billion because of the roads. Well, that's, that's why. We, I, yeah, we just had that on the ballot voting for that. Um, I think it was an extra 35 cents for every dollar of the, of your uh, if you own property. It's an extra 35 cents for every dollar of, of, the, of your property's value, which um, I know in my neighborhood, and I and uh, we, we discussed this last time when James was on too. Uh, my house went up something like almost thirty three thousand dollars in property value. James was similar, so everybody that owns property they just jacked up the property price to click on that. That's how this state makes its money, man. Property taxes—they provide so many other loopholes, you know, for for the corporate side of things that um, you know. You got to you got to generate that income somehow. Yeah, definitely. Oh, big. And then you have all these other neighborhoods, you know, becoming re-overhauled and 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 looking genuine genuinely a lot nicer. That adds a part, uh, you know, that adds a big part of it. Yeah, since I bought my house, I think it's property value cuz I'm like right in Midtown, so they've been doing all that work. Uh, our property value has gone up probably over $50,000 in five years. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. And I think I've heard other people talking about that, how they need to fix the roads so everyone's going to pay even more than their house is worth or whatever. Right. It, it, there's been a post flo uh, floating around Facebook um, about you know someone that lives in North Omaha. <laughs> And how he's their property taxes have increased ninety to two hundred percent in the past five years, but like a lot of major, uh, a lot of major you know, areas aren't seeing that hike. Like where Jean Stothert lives, the last four years that she's been in in office, her property taxes haven't raised at all. Of course, hers has. But and all the potholes are these areas like thick. Northwest Omaha or Northeast Omaha. You know, everything's being jacked up 200%. Fucked up. Yeah, yeah. the scary part, too, then is kind of that 
worry of gentrification. You know, you price people out of their neighborhood, then you get people coming in that are developers, tear everything down or completely remodel houses and put them out of price range for people. And now you have a housing crisis. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a little too much for 2020, Derek. Let's wait. Let's hold that <laughs> off for next year. It's happening, man. Yeah. Um, her, Jean's roads are beautiful, but I do like her comment about they should have fixed the roads. Why did we need a new Jean Leahy mall? There was nothing wrong with that one downtown. The slide because because every mayor's got to make their mark downtown somehow. Mike Fahey got a street named after him after he made sure that the the C, or the you know the CWS the CWS and all that got moved downtown um, and had the. Uh, the center, the the baseball field built, um, had to have a stamp, you know. Now the mayor's, uh, this one's doing the same fucking thing. And like you said, Lane, the park is just was just fine. There was, I mean, if anything, it could be cleaned up a bit. But uh, yeah, you know, it didn't. We didn't need to get hacked something fierce for something like that when we do patch job works on our roads every year instead of just actually fucking putting together some nice roads, you know. Well. <laughs> and a trolley yeah what? the fucking trolley thank you what happened yeah, to the streetcar in omaha uh gas company seen it. it doesn't exist that, there used to be one in dundee that would be the way of everything no it wouldn't no it wouldn't not it necessarily probably, it would it could go down the you middle of the street and be fine. I think the, the planned route was from UNO to downtown and I think it was yeah. on Parnham and, and maybe one other street was involved. Harney maybe it was just a bunch of fucking on it. Yeah. Uh but but there you was a streetcar. There was a streetcar back in the nineteen hundreds that Omaha had. And then yeah. they got rid of it because the gas companies. And they tried to do was another that, one, and the gas company said, nope, that's not happening. Was that the basis for Ollie the trolley? Because now uh, we've got the the one that goes over the road and that you can, you know, schedule parties to ride around in. Was uh, do you, Are you aware of that? Yeah, I know I, Ollie, but that's just like a party bus, you know, right? essentially. Well, like one of the originals, but... I, I'm just now curious if, like, that's a maybe now a now that I'm learning there was one back in the 1900s. Maybe you know that's a an inspiration from it. I would say not because Ollie looks like he's out of the 70s or something. You know, <laughs> no, that's I, also true. It's probably that's probably when it was made for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Vicky. I would go for a ride on a fucking trolley, a, a streetcar. I, I would, yeah, I would so do it more often. If it was like also you would do it one you would do it one time when you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> just several just times like, drunk. I would be with you. I I would ride it a couple of times, just kind of like I rode the scooters a couple of times and then never yeah, again, I mean, you know. The whole podcast on that. We did yeah. stunts. We did do stunts on the scooters and I don't think they're coming back, are they? I ain't heard that they were supposed to, but with COVID, they couldn't reasonably do that. So, um, unless it magically disappears, yeah. Well, they, they probably shouldn't. People getting hurt. Yeah. I think a big issue too with the trolley was, from what I read, 
um, they were saying that uh, it was to help drunk people, especially the college students, which is why they're running it from UNO downtown, because uh, you got Creighton in between, um, and you got a lot of commuters that are younger that you know go to like Bellevue or or uh, Metro that live in this area. So I think they were trying to get people off the street and drive, not drinking and driving. At least that was one of the reasons or uh, one of the things they were trying to sell on it anyways. Yeah, the city's got a big problem with drinking and driving. That's for sure. And that's because our mass transit's, you know, pretty garbage compared to most uh, metropolitan areas. Man, when I was in Europe after my wedding, it was uh, their mass transit is amazing down there. Like, yeah. You can go everywhere in a major city just taking rails. Yeah, take a bite. pretty much. Take a bite. Wait. Are you eating what some you Cheerios eat? there, Big yeah, Scoots? What are you eating? I want to see it. Show us. These noodles. I can't. I'll spill it all over the computer. You got ramen. Ramen, ramen with a <laughs> American sli cheese slice in it. All right. Yeah. The most, stuff, straight stuff up pepper. American. <laughs> all right. I got a question for you guys. I, I uh, Speaking of cheese slices... I saw something online this, you know, all the people that post all those stupid, um, oh, watch me sprinkle some salt on this steak and grill it. And mm. All those types of videos. This guy filleted this steak to make this kind of flowery looking shape. <coughs> Grills it, tops it with American cheese. Have you guys ever done that with a steak? No, and that guy can fuck right <laughs> off. Yeah, that's like almost worse than doing well done, right? And ketchup? Yeah. Yeah, and then dip Ew. it into ketchup. Yeah. I mean, fuck. When I saw it, I was kind of disgusted, but then I thought about it, and I was like, well, I need a burger with cheese on it, but a steak, though? Yeah. That's a good cut of meat. That's that's a different cut of meat, though, especially, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting a strip or a sirloin or a ribeye, that, I mean, your hamburger is like just uh, chuck, you know? That's yeah. that's a different it's different meat. What, what about uh, <laughs> American uh, apple pie with a slice of cheese on top? I've heard of that. I've never done it. I haven't either, but it sounds disgusting to me. I'd rather have a awesome. dollop of ice cream. Hard yeah. pass. So, um, Vicky brings up a good point again. If the state would legalize marijuana, we'd be in the green. Yeah, so, and our, our streets. Granted, that probably creates more problems, but I'm not backing away. I, I'm fully in support of that. But, I mean, I'd rather have the problems of having more money than always having to fucking figure out of ways of gouging the taxpayers, you know, in, in illegitimate ways, like restaurant tax, you know. Yeah. I think a big problem, too, with Omaha's taxes is that how many taxes have we had that they say are supposed to be temporary? <laughs> They never are. And they're still are here. Yep. Yeah. I've got family out of town that always bitches. Like when they come to town, they're like, how's oh, everything so much more expensive? Like I've got friends from out of town that come or family, you know, that come up here from like Illinois and they come up to buy liquor and they're like, man, I don't, I don't want to buy anything up here. It's way more expensive. You know, I'm just like, it's just how Nebraska is trying to get their money. You know, Blatton. Well, for the liquor purposes, just because we've got problems with drinking and driving. Back to that, but yeah, yeah but uh, if people want to drink, they're going to drink. I don't think 
Unless you make a bottle of liquor a hundred dollars, I don't think you're stopping anybody. That's why I you mean, just I'll- add a little tax, you know. So instead of a you know, instead of like a thirty-five dollar bottle of whiskey, it's now forty-two. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're just giving you a little gouge there at the end. See, I don't even think though that the taxes are that expensive in Omaha. I mean, like we have one of the best, uh, what is it called? Cost of living compared to the nation, you know? Well, and that's true, but it, it kind of gets offset with the property tax value, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, again, I mean, it's definitely cheaper to eat here than, you know, other places. I'll, I'll agree with you there, but that's more of like a, I think like a price inflation for the market as opposed to, you know, taxes maybe. Well, we have the most bars, restaurants per capita in the nation, so. Right. Yeah, you can't. You could easily price yourself out of everybody's range if everybody else is cheaper than you. <laughs> yeah, pretty so, much. There is a petition going around to to get it on the ballot this year for medical marijuana. Has anyone yeah. signed it yet? Yes. Yep. With my mask on because yeah. I saw she was sitting at my door. <laughs> she was sitting in your door. Well, yeah, because I, I saw her today. I could definitely tell she was uh, one of the trooper, one of the troops, obviously. So, like, I went, I, like, she had the the whole sign, you know, petitions. I think she had like seven of them. Did you guys sign seven of them? Well, there's a lot. There's also gambling. They're trying to get. Oh yeah, um, that's right. That was the other thing was gambling. So I think I think one of them was out to to remove this property tax or whatever. Um, yeah. There's a there's a couple going around still. I don't know how far they're on track with all COVID getting pushed. You know if it's going to still work out for it, but it would solve a lot of problems. I, I think Omaha is hurting itself to a certain degree with the property tax, though. If oh yeah, more affluent families, uh, especially reaching retirement age, uh, are wanting to leave the state because they can't afford to live here once they hit retirement age. And now whatever money they'd be contributing is gone. And that's and happening. who's going to move here? I mean, if everything's so damn expensive, so I would imagine that either everything's going to, if it gets that bad, things are either going to have a big crash as far as property values go because nobody wants to pay for it. So it doesn't get maintained or, you're just going to get a bunch of rich people moving here and, and outprice everybody. And then you get a housing crisis again, as far as affordability goes. And and that type of thing's been going on for decades, man. They, they've been selling like, uh, I, I remember my grandparents uh, bought a timeshare down in Bella Vista, Arkansas, ended up moving down there when they retired and bought property. And then you hear stories of people moving to Arizona at a certain point and I might you know. talk about moving to Arkansas or Tennessee. There's a few places in kind yep. of that general Tennessee. area, uh, just because it's so much cheaper. You get like a, yeah. a three hundred thousand dollar house here is, and that's probably including the property value, is something like a, a little over a hundred. You know, it, yep. it's a huge difference. And you're upgrading as far as scenery is concerned. Maybe the people are less intelligent, you know, but like as far as like if you're into the nature and I'm sure as you, as people get older, maybe you try to get one with, you know, like just getting out by yourself a bit more. But like it's just it's gorgeous in, in those places. And why wouldn't you want to move there? 
you yeah, know, I think the retirement retire. thing too is at that point you don't probably care too much about school districts and, and things of that right. nature. That affects your family per se. It's like I can right. live comfortably, and I don't have to worry about anybody else, but you know myself mm -hmm. and maybe a wife or whatever. Yeah, and uh, Bella Vista <laughs> that used to be just a retirement village in Arkansas. Like as soon as you crossed uh, the border from Missouri, if you were heading south from Kansas City uh, in Joplin, like as soon as you cross the border, boom, a little retirement village of like 7,000 retired people, you know, and they had their own little uh, um, homeowner authority that, that basically spoke for the entire area in certain d districts and things of that nature. And I mean, that sounds awesome. You know, you not have to worry about school districts, like you said, like that was a big thing. But now so many people have like gone there, with, you know, vacationing with their grandparents. They're now moving there and raising their children's there and her children, excuse me. And now it's a city. So mm -hmm. I guess where I'm going with that is, I mean, a lot of play, a lot of people are moving down there. And then as people get older, they're wanting to relocate down there. And to your point, Derek, um, if Nebraska doesn't make a change, like we're just going to keep losing people. We're, we're not going to have the population base. And then we're <laughs> going to get taxed out the ass yeah. because of it. <laughs> yeah, I hope it doesn't continue down that path. Was that watermelon? Yeah, a little beatbox. Uh, I just wanted to cover this real fast. The budget for current property tax is 47.922 cents per $100. That seems ridiculous. Wow. And then, and then it also talks about the redoing the riverfront. $300 million, which there is donations of $25, 250000000 million. So only 50 is what the city is paying. But isn't Did that just redid that? What's that? I thought they redid all that like 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, no, they're uh, redoing it. Still. I'm pretty sure I thought that was about the Gene Leahy riverfront yeah. thing. Maybe all flood damage. No, because I think it's yeah. part of Con. They're no, redoing ConAgra. Uh, Con yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. I think so you know, What's it gonna be? I think they're taking out the skating rink. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't really know what they're planning on doing with it. They're putting the slides seen, back. I think. I've seen like blueprints, but I, I or, you know, like slides are uh, there. A computer rendition of what they're doing. I just haven't seen it in a while. Maybe it. Maybe it's findable. All right. I'm so, yeah, let me know if you find it. Um, but obviously, the roads are another big thing. That was like almost a lot of it. And that fifty million that's that's coming from the city that would do some justice to our our roads. And it's 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 pitiful that we're not using it for that. I still got exactly. big in my neighborhood from two winters ago. Now, <laughs> I bet, man. I mean, every road needs to be done, redone every year, but not just like patched. It needs to be redone, you know? They That's finally it. redid ours, uh, the, one of the big main roads on 36, you know, where we used to live at. They repaved all of that. 
But there was that road for a long time, for about a year, and then a couple that branched off of that. I couldn't even drive my car on it. I'm not joking. I'd bought them out. I believe it. Some of those are deep. That's ridiculous. So um, what I wanted to also talk about with the whole budget thing, with the $160 million going to the police, do we need that much? Oh. No. I mean, it depends on it what for? it's funding. Yeah, exactly. That's a big thing. It's like, what are we trying to fund with it, and is it important? But let me see if I can get more of a breakdown of what the cops do with it. Like, is um, it just some things that they would like to have that would make you know policing you know more authoritative, or are we talking like, you know? Padding people's bonuses or that better, you know. Well, I'm sure employee, you know, compensation is part of it or whatever, and yeah. new uniforms every year. Oh wait, wait a oh man, so that new gun, new guns. Yeah, you gotta get a new gun. You gotta get new bullets every year. And that's a fair point. So I'm looking at that Lee, yeah, uh, expensive. Gene Leahy mall renovation. It looks like that when they're done, you're going to be able to just walk from the Gene Leahy mall area into that heartland of America park and then up into Lewis and Clark landing, which is basically the riverfront by the hmm. Conagra place. Yeah. There's going to be so, some more water. Uh, I mean, there might be a bigger stream. I'm sure that'll, you know, be funneled in from the river. Maybe I don't. I don't know how that's gonna fucking work. But it just from the plan that I'm looking at, yeah, it just like Lane. If you just Google Gene Lee Mall plans, you'll come up on it. It's uh, it, it if that's how it's gonna go. That's actually for what it's worth a neat little deal that'll connect everything. But do we really fucking need it? No. suppose I could also share my screen if I really wanted no. to. Don't do it. Does it it it's it doesn't work, eh? I see it. <coughs> Those trees are gone though. It's gonna take a while for trees to grow. Uh, they get fully grown trees. I was gonna say, yeah, they can they can bring in some fucking five to ten year old trees and they won't be so bad. But if you if you go back and scroll down a little further <clears throat> there was an actual little overview of it. In the Google image search? Yeah, in the Google images. Oh. Yeah, so scroll down that a little one? bit. Keep going. No, keep going. Uh, there should be more. Are they going to have concerts there or what? That's a good question. That'd be neat. They got the concert like area it. there, right there across it is. the bridge. There it is, right there. That guy. Yeah. Yep, that one. That would be cool. So if that's how it's supposed to, like the end game there, that's neat that it links off all of that. But... Yeah, I, I was wondering the same thing. Couldn't you walk around like down there before? I don't know if it was a hundred percent connected, but yeah, you have, have to like 
you had to walk out and I, what they're trying to make me do is make it more open instead of having the, the under like the, the underpass or the the viaduct hiding spots, you know? Yeah. I think maybe that's the, the end game there. But Derek, I'm pretty sure the first time I had ever been to Omaha in the old market, you and I walked around at the Jing Lehi Mall smoking a spliff. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, Bob Marley style. Let me go down yeah. the slides. Yeah, no, it was the first time I'd ever seen any of that stuff. I think we did go down the slides. That was when I took you out yeah, to uh, King Kong for the first time, too, wasn't it? <laughs> Probably. It's one of the first times I'd really like, explored Omaha. Huh. Yeah, I agree with this one. You just want to make it more uppity. That, that's a fair point. Yeah. Keep the riffraff out, you know, get all those bums yeah. away from the library. I'm sure the uh, Mecca group's been yeah, complaining about the bun they don't like, so they want to price everybody out of the area. Yeah. Do you think sure. that the bums will just go back? They'll just sit in the open. Fuck it. I mean, it's a nice place to it's sit, not. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, by the uh, sleep. by the uh, interstate on ramp there off of, uh, is it coming? Um, there's a yeah. few places in that whole area where there's some interstate on ramps, and they all just go up underneath the road and hang out and burn shit in a big barrel yeah yep. got a few shanties or whatever yeah i've made a few walks lately. i see tents yeah, along the interstate all, you'll see them all gathering you see yeah, tent? here chase i have ones yeah down yeah under, i see under tents there. and shit up in the tree all the time jesus i always i always think I they're like in every once in a while yeah eat some raccoon with them <laughs> <laughs> share a story over some bathtub gin yeah, <laughs> barbecue squirrel. <laughs> no, I always think they have to be like hanging out in the rare by the railroad tracks because, like, yeah. you know, there's trees around them, and it's usually just property. The railroad track leaves, you know, doesn't bother them or whatever. So and you can hop a train real quick if you need to, you know, if you're that kind of yeah, get the fuck out of there. I used to go to high school with a guy that would do That's that. The guy from like, as soon as he left high school, he jumped. He started hopping trains. Seriously? Yeah. He'd just show up like six years late. He'd show up like three and six years later, dirty as shit, and he'd be like missing one extra tooth in the last one. But yeah, he just would hop a train and disappear for years, and then come back. Now wow. I think he's back up in Blair. But uh, yeah, cool story. That's pretty neat. So uh, live with a bunch of uh, train hopping panhandlers. <laughs> Outside of Sioux City. <clears throat> what? Really? And Dan moved on the hippie commune for a while. He, he he left the hippie commune because all of them were like kind of more seasonal for hanging out of that area. But they, they would all hop trains and stuff and travel wherever. Huh. Well, I did not know that. Uh, is that how he ended up in Arizona or whatever? Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think it was shortly after he left. So he lived in Wayne, then he went to Sioux City, lived on the commune. And then when everybody left and he was out there by himself for a winter, he, uh, then went, uh, moved down to Arizona and then he went back to Wayne for a bit. Hmm. Hmm. Chase, you feel better after eating all that? He's still eating. Yeah. Tell if froze or if he was just thinking about it or whatever. <laughs> I know, right? 
tired of chewing food to liquefy in your mouth. All right. So, Ryan, are you going to talk us through this uh, coronation? Yeah. 14 people have left. Players have left since the end of 2019. Really? (laughs) 14 players have transferred. I had a feeling we're going to get Chase's reaction live. All for various that's different fucking reasons. Hilarious. That's, for sure. that's fucking hilarious. And Chase probably, beer. That's probably the best one, too. Spielman. R- really makes me sad. Yeah. That's the and hardest he, blow, I think. But He was the 14th one. He's the most recent. Yeah. yeah. Are there, last week, I think they announced that. Like seven years. <clears throat> he left in February. Told the guys, yeah, I'm going to go do, uh, you know, I'm going to go back home and nurse this family thing that's going on or whatever. I got to go back for personal reasons. And then um, about a week or two before he actually announced that he was entering the transfer portal, he tweeted. And uh, if you're a Husker fan listening, you saw, I know, know where I'm going. But yeah, he uh, he tweeted a, a, a photo of a, a Oregon State cap. So, um, so a helmet more specifically. So, uh, he was working out with Tyjon Lindsay. Cause I don't know if you guys remember Keith Williams, uh, the wide receiver coach for the Mike Riley era. Yeah. He still lives in Omaha. Hmm. He still trains. He still, he, he still gets NFL cats that come back and work out with him. With him. yeah, exactly. Um, um, and and now uh, and Tyjon actually, you know, he's at Oregon State now, but he actually came out. He flew out and worked out with J.D. Spielman and Keith Williams for like a few a weekend or some shit like that. And that's where the the helmet came because Tyjon brought it with him in chance. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, so he 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 posts this photo of that, hey. and that kind of like lit a fire. And then a week later, he transfers. So or he puts his name in the transfer portal. My guess, and this is mostly hearing like Damon Benning talk about it on uh, his radio show. On uh, on in, he he's heard enough pe- people from the inside saying that like there's there's a possibility he might be done. Like he may not want to play football anymore. Oh Spielman, yeah Spielman. Wow. Like he just he may be done altogether, and if he does play, he may not go D one, which he can't because he's a senior and he's not graduated. And so that means if you're transferring, you can't play in the same season unless you've got a waiver of some fashion. And I don't think um, the, the reason of my quarterback hung me out to dry and tried to kill me for an entire season would be an acceptable NCAA, you know, waiver request. That just one sentence is super sad. He, He was entering his senior year as the fourth all-time leading receiver already. Pretty much was going to probably break every record when he left. Yeah, that's, yeah. Just, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. And then we got the backup quarterback from Nebraska. Wants right to go out. start. I mean, I don't blame him, but what happens when Adrian, or should he I say... Walker and breaks his foot? Yeah, well, Taylor. Taylor. Does it pulls a Taylor? Well, we've got Luke McCaffrey, and then my dark horse favorite that I've been, you know, chomping at the bit to see for a while, and that's um, 
and I don't know why I've, I've all of a sudden forgot his name, but uh, Luke, Sm- uh, sorry, Smothers is his last name. Um, that kid's going going to be sorry, a baller, sorry. I think. Yeah, he he's actually my favorite. Luke is fast and whatnot, but like Smothers can run just as well as Luke and throw, I think, way better. And you know, if I'm Vedral, I get out of there too. Like those two cats are legit. So that's um, just sucks though that he followed Frost, you know, right. two years. And... But he's graduated, so he can transfer and and do his thing. If memory serves, if if that's, I think. Well, he's not a senior. That's another thing. So he's got a he can, I think, pretty much, play right away. Oh yeah, because he is, he has graduated and he'll be doing an undergrad or uh, graduate oh, school there. Okay, that makes sense then. So since he's doing graduate school and he has to pick a different major than what he had, you know, at Nebraska, he can he can play right away and he'll start day one there. Like they don't have anyone at Butkers. Um, Henry Gray was probably the one of the more saddest ones because uh, that was a really high quality cornerback coming in. And um, he basically hung out for a few months and was like, nah, fam, I'm out. And uh, uh, went back to Florida International. Yeah. I like I like <laughs> Florida. I like Miami. And yeah. I like these hicks out here in Lincoln, apparently. Right. Darian Chase is an interesting one because he's in that wide receiver room. Um, he was one of the guys that, uh, like Damon Benning, who I, I, I like to listen to a lot, um, he, he was high on. Um and I think could have probably bath done salt? some damage, but he was high on bath salt. No, he was high on him, <laughs> like oh. high on his high on his talent level. Okay, so he's gone. Just making sure we're not recruiting. It's Florida, you know. <laughs> Very you, well, you have, Yeah, you have to be sure when you're talking about Florida. That's for sure. But yeah, and then he transferred to Portland State. Um, so I guess he he's just cool um just getting a degree which is i guess fine um miles jones i don't think will be a miss at all i am am, i don't remember that name a talented cat uh but i don't i don't i don't think like he was gonna make a mark and he sounded like he just wanted to go home anyway or closer to home so tennessee it is uh javon mcquitty he hasn't even found a school yet um but they like they throw that in there maybe oregon state Right. But, um, yeah, he hasn't even found a school. Um, and I was, and this is what sucks about recruiting. Sometimes is you can be high on a guy when he comes in because you're watching the tape and you're like, yeah, this could, this could be a dominant wide receiver and he gets hurt and just, I guess, never really recovered from the injury and hasn't seen a bunch of playing time ever out the door. He goes, yeah, sorry. Get the fuck out of here. McQuitty. Yeah. And we've got all these new kids coming in that are, I think, going to just pretty yeah. much steal the rest of his touches. Is, so is that what you think is going on? All these kind of like just hang arounders are like, you know, I'm not going to play this year. Now uh, for the most, some of it. Yeah. And some of them are that way. Jerron Woodyard's another guy too. That's basically like I'm out because, you know, I'm not playing. <laughs> what do you, you think, think that Dave? speaks bad or good for Nebraska? Like, you know, maybe there's a lot of good talent coming Stay. in. Or do you think it's Go more ahead. like COVID-19 related for whatever reasons? 
Who knows? What were you saying, Chase? I said, would you stay if you were a player? I mean, if you knew you weren't going to play, yeah, I, I'd have a hard time fucking sticking around. That's for sure. Unless you really, you you have to really love the program, I guess, right? If you're gonna stick it out and do that, and if you don't really, if you like it, and you know you you've made friends, but you your goal is to like play, you know, I I don't think I would stick around, but yeah, you gotta buy in, you know. Yeah, and some of it, a lot of these guys, and and I think Lane, you were mentioning, or maybe it was Derek, um, different call it uh, coaching staff. So they've been these guys; these are guys that have been here for a while. Um, so maybe they don't want to go through this other coaching staff anymore. I mean, yeah, these are people that are like on their junior season or yeah. been around and for stuff or already transferred from somewhere else, you know? Yeah, and Tony Butler is a guy that uh, I think he transferred in and is now gone. Um, or I think we've got one guy that did transfer in and then, oh, yeah, Bunch. Bunch transferred in and then transferred out. Um, Pernell Jefferson was a, just a, a backup. I don't think he was going to end, end up doing anything, and maybe I don't it's think the, that they the, were all. The, these guys were on the Tom Osborne citizenship team. The I know, right? So they're good guys. You know what I mean? We're not talking about you know fucking prima donna jack wagons. We're talking about dudes that like got serious about being in the in the community, and were probably really good in school, obviously. So um, they weren't bad eggs. Uh, John Raritan just straight up was like, "I'm done." I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go to school and uh, finish my architectural degree at Lincoln. Power to him. Yeah, I know, right? Which is unfortunate because he's like uh, Raritan is a uh, is a um, legacy. His dad played offensive lineman for us back in the back in the eighties. I'm pretty sure, actually, I because I randomly do this during the summer, I'll watch old Husker games. I'm I'm pretty sure I watched a, an 80s Husker game with him playing in it. Nice. His dad? Um, yeah, his dad. Jalen Bradley's gone. Was never I, – I, I, never, I never thought he would actually stick around. So that was when I got right. I'll, I'll, I'll do that for that. But um, – and then you have wow. the guys that are fucking assholes, Andre Hunt and Katerian Legroni. Yep. See ya. Expelled from yeah. the school. So they didn't really like, – are they even allowed to enter a transfer protocol or whatever at that point? They did. Now, whether yeah. they're picked up, obviously, because of their pending you know, legal shit. And, the other, and then the other one, not just remember, – uh, Remember this hoe? Yeah. See, ah. like – I think Mo, Mo Washington, like JD, like that's a that's an important loss because you already saw like what Maurice could do just in the <laughs> limited time that he was there. Um, yeah. Super fast and elusive dude. You know, he's a weird cat. Damon Benning has said he talks to his helmet, um, but uh, I, great talent. I, we're gonna miss not having him. That's for sure. So, do you think it's Frost? Or just the year 2020 we're living in? It's something like this is happening. We're in year yeah, two of an overhaul of a program. So, I mean, it might be Frost technically, but I feel like it's it's the program that he's building. Some guys <laughs> came in here with a different idea. And so... It's the start Scott's, of the third year, nah. right? 
So Scott's bringing in the dudes that he wants, like the guys that, you know, that are buying in a hundred right off the bat. He's not trying. And some of these guys that are leaving, they're the ones that he was trying to convince to hop on board, you know, in year one and year two, big things can happen. And if one example would be Penn state, they were garbage the year before they went 11 and two. Um, and it was kind of the same deal. They dealt with like 17 transfers or something like that. Um, and they were better for it. They they rid themselves of a lot of guys that weren't given a hundred. And I mean, when you're a young guy, you're a young guy, and you see a dude transfer out that was maybe ahead of you, that makes you hungry, it makes you want it. And then you oh, know, yeah. those guys go out. Those guys go out and they they perform. So I think it, addition by subtraction is probably a good description for them. So I'm quite worried though that like just the team's going to be on a different page this year with like the COVID shit and losing yeah. some teams, new coaches even too. Um, I don't, yeah, it's going to be a tough year. Every team's dealing with that though. I guess it just depends yeah. on who's a smart program. At least it's a level playing field when, when having to deal with this, every school's having to deal with it. In I a mean, way. is it, is it though? Cause like Texas and Florida is obviously way worse than Nebraska. Yeah, but a lot like someone like Nebraska, for example, our players come from all over the country. So if they dipped home for a bit and they come back, you know, they could theoretically bring it to the campus. That is true, I guess. People travel to games or whatever. Yeah, traveling uh, sports, so. Yeah, exactly. But Scott made it sound like he's got it all under control. They're going to test him and quarantine him and, you know. and Did he comment? Home- on the 14 people leaving at all or just kind of has not, he made any not much other than and he never comments much about players leaving because he's more worried about and these are probably his words more or less that he's more worried about the guys that are that are sticking around so i'm i think he's talked about jb because that came up you know and he was when that that news came out he was asked you know his thoughts on it and he was you know he said it was a mutual parting of ways so read into that a little bit with what you will that could be like you might be having a personal emergency you know or family crisis or something you know That's which true. well and I, I mean obviously this is happening in other colleges too at this time right yeah it's just the know- thing that in jd's case he was off practicing with keith williams or training with keith williams instead of being in lincoln so he was in nebraska but never came to lincoln so obviously there might be some content, some contention with the coaching staff, you know. Yeah. Some some people were saying that he was he was leading a player coalition to 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 you know push back on the coaches because he they they made him practice out in the like really cold one day or you know like it was they were getting him ready for a cold game out you know out in Minnesota or some shit and so they practice outside and so there were some message boards comments basically saying. JD was the leader of some player coalition, you know, to, to mm. go back against the coaches. Now, if that's true, fuck man, that would explain a lot of it, but he's already come out on Twitter and said, that's not true. But well, it's probably so it's same, gotta be. same message board that was saying Adrian got fucking the volleyball girl pregnant last year. Right. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, you just kind of have to believe what you want to believe, I guess, at, at that point. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of people saying Adrian must have found some uh, some some strange in college that was really fucking with his head. Cause well, it, it's because been a sophomore slump. Yeah, he had this, and that's, he has that's what I said. He's probably had syphilis or something. Got taken care of. <laughs> Untreated. Just giving him some <laughs> mental. <laughs> so what do you think? I mean, I know we're still months away from a college football season. How do you think if we had a full season, Nebraska would do this year? I mean, they're still probably a six-win team, but it looks prettier. Are they practicing? No. Uh, they're going to start showing up soon. Yeah, I thought they were doing like unteamed, uh, whatever, practicing or whatever. Yeah, what does that mean? Square, 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 square. Hands waving. I just I think it's all clapping. Oh, it is waving. Yep, yeah, it's this. Hi. Oh, I might need to go. Yeah, I think it's a little dumbbell. Yeah. She's Hi. Little dumbbells. Oh, she's working out. Hi. Um, hey, Cindy. She doesn't like that Ryan's talking. Derek. Oh, do something. Well, I, can, I can. I can stop. Wow, guys. <laughs> Everybody's saying hi now. <laughs> hi. What's going on? Hello. What's going on? Hey, knock it off. This isn't funny. Oh, so, now they're talking to each other. I don't think Nebraska is going to finish even 500. I'll believe it when I see it. It's been a shit road for a while. so. Yeah, they suck. Shit, maybe they'll be really we'll good. see what these new recruits look like. It's a lot of a – the program's got some time – it needs some time to be built. There was a lot of uh, apparently unpacking that needed to be done from the previous couple staffs. So that's that's going to yes, play a big yeah. part in it. Well, hopefully you're right with all these guys getting let go. That'll just help whatever younger guys be hungrier and progress faster. Right. Yeah. You hope. And uh, I mean, several of these newer recruits, they're. The, the the newest one, the the, the outside linebacker ish kind of guy from California. He I, I can see where they're gonna try and put him. Should work out. Um he's like six four, two hundred and twenty pounds, something like that. Outside linebacker kind of guy. It, it only a three star, but uh you know, the the athleticism you can't I mean, you can't no, help but notice. So Yeah. Did they, Nebraska this past year did, didn't they have a top twenty-five recruiting class? Uh, it was if if it wasn't top twenty-five, it was just outside of it. But yeah, I I, I want to say in in either rivals or twenty-four-seven, uh, it was a t top twenty-five one. What's that crap on your face, son? I guess it's we all got beards. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Cindy? Thanks, Cindy. Atlanta's mom. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Cindy. Um, so sh do we talk about NFL? 
Well, uh, the Cowboys and the Texans apparently have multiple cases of COVID on their teams right now. Right. Ezekiel Elliott, running back from the Cowboys, freaked out when his name was leaked as being one of the people that were tested positive. <laughs> and he was trying to claim HIPAA laws and stuff. I think it was his own agent that leaked it. Oh, that's a but, quick way to get fired. But yeah. he actually had it? Yeah, he, he's confirmed has it. Um, I, I haven't – I don't know a lot about – the guys that all have it and whatnot, but it, it sounds like they were all surprised. You know, some people kind of just are asymptomatic. So I think a lot of them were pretty shocked Dude. to find out that they were tested positive. So he probably yeah. went to like the Ozarks and caught it or something. Oh, <laughs> Ezekiel is a big partier. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe down to South Padre. Snorted too much cocaine. <laughs> probably on Jerry's yacht. What about what about the Chiefs? No one's tested positive. No one's been tested. Nobody has any affiliation with the team uh, is tested positive for the Chiefs. Have they been tested even? Yep, they've been doing testing. Um, so no staff members, no players, no coach, support crews, none of that. Right. They're still waiting on uh, having a time to go to the facilities, but I think a lot of players are starting to show up in the area. So I think the NFL has a soft time frame right now, which I think might be in like a week or two. Um, I do know that they're, it sounds like they're going to shorten the preseason from four games to two since there hasn't been any of the uh, summer camps and all that stuff. So they're going to give them extended practice time, not even really extending it. They just have to, trim off something to give them time to implement game plans and concepts and plays and all that stuff and get rookies integrated. So, okay, that's great and everything. Uh, I just <laughs> mention what I was going to say about the Chief, or about the Huskers. Uh, I think the Chiefs will probably be great again this year. They got Mahomes. They're, you know, um, but I think the Huskers will probably going to suck again this year. Yeah, I was just saying. Uh, I think they'll be below five hundred. I would five hundred. I think that's a good season for them. No, Their I think if, way too hard. If they make it into a bowl game, it's uh, it's going to be a good. It'll be a good year. I mean, that's what they've been saying for the last eight years. So two thousand. I don't like moral victories, but yeah, you, the the extra practices for a bowl game are super valuable. So yeah. If they can get the six wins, that'd be ideal. But they they can go undefeated basically until game five or six, and then they hit the fucking hornet's nest. And to come out of there with two wins is going to be fucking really hard. Who's um, that then? Ohio State, Wisconsin? Yeah, Wisconsin. Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa. Um, um, yeah. It, Minnesota. And, uh, and, and, yeah. And Minnesota too, um, and none of those games are uh, any any of the big games. They're all away, so that's another. Or most of them are away, so that's another problem. Um, well, and that's even if we get to five and zero, oh, which everyone's been thinking that's going to happen every year now, and it has. We went zero oh and five, right? Yeah. Thanks, Mike Riley. Yeah. Are we playing Colorado again this year? No, that's done. Never again. No. They beat, us, they beat us twice, and we don't get to play them again. We get to play Oklahoma next year. Yeah, so they can beat us. 
Yeah, so they can yeah. straight monkey stomp us. Um, well, hopefully by next year it won't be that bad. When's the Ireland game? That I think that's this season, isn't it? Well, maybe it's not going to happen now. I thought it was next year, not this year. It's going to be twenty. It'll be twenty twenty one, and they'll be playing Illinois in Ireland. In Ireland. In Ireland, it'll be the opening game of the season. What's For the all college football? And it'll no, be Saturday, just... August twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Just to make to see if people travel to Europe for a football game, college well, football. Football in general is trying to become more popular in Europe. Yeah. So that's why the NFL plays games there. I mean, the NFL is trying to play games in like Asia, even though. Right. Well, yeah, the NFL wants to actually try to put a team in London, which is logistically fucking ludicrous. But, yeah, um, I would agree. <laughs> Football just a nightmare. Just I mean, a nightmare. International sporting event like that, it's just it's, it's just, it's difficult, you know, unless not, you have a way of making that flight go from nine hours or whatever to a few. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like you're flying like a, a soccer team who mm. just has their shin guards and shoes. Yeah. you're. I mean, you're flying over a, a fucking shit ton of equipment. Well, you know, like the Chiefs when they played the Patriots last year. Remember, they had the, uh, I think it was their shoulder pads and like jersey, yeah. almost they ended up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they almost had to forfeit the game if they didn't get there in time. NFL rules are if your if your equipment isn't there, and you have to forfeit. Right. None of the NFL was going to allow that to happen in prime time matchup. Right, but yeah, there was a bit of a scare. I do recall that. Um. The last time a game and uh, well, one of the the first game that ever happened in Dublin, Ireland, was uh, Navy and Notre Dame, and I believe, and oh yeah, that's actually this year that they're doing this whole Ireland thing. So Navy and Notre Dame will be doing it. I know when I was if, in, in London, I watched a few games uh, there, and there's some like rabid fans for the NFL there. When I was in Greece, I watched a couple of games, but most of that was tourists from America that were watching those. But right. yeah, in London, they they liked football. Well, in the World Football League, if you recall, like that in some spots was was a hit. Like Frankfurt and London, those teams were were a hit. Um, the league folded, obviously, so it didn't work out. But um, yeah, and I think that kind of started kick started the, the 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 fan base. Like, and then like you said. Americans, you know, and there was a good article I think, on the athletic about that stuff. And, and they were just saying in the nineties, they had the European league, you know, which was basically the minor leagues for football NFL. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of people league. that like it now were just kids then. And that's when they got hooked on it. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. And now, you know, and at those, and at that point, if they had a favorite player on that team that ended up making it into the NFL, that right there would probably, uh, you know, likely generated a fan of that team. So now, you know, I think the biggest success story from the Euro League was arguably Brian Waters. He was a guard for the Chiefs, multiple Pro yeah. Bowls, won an NFL Man of the Year award. I think he finished his career with. I remember he had a good stint for a few years with the Patriots, and he might have went to one other team before he retired. But I mean, yeah, Brian Waters, good one. He might have an outside shot at the Hall of Fame one day. I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah, 
I could see him going. Uh, Kurt Warner, I think, spent a season or two over there before going to the Arena League. Did he? Yep. He's Hall of Fame. That, yeah, that dude bounced around everywhere, though, and eventually made it. <laughs> hey, Grape. Little dick. So, I don't even know what you guys were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, how would you guys feel about uh, it, like football games, NFL, college, otherwise – um, they're saying that they're going through all these ideas of how to handle the crowds and whatnot. There's been talk of maybe not even having crowds and actually pumping in crowd noises into games. Right. That seems ridiculous. Unless, unless there was like a phone number or something that like people were calling, you know, like <laughs> or something. The the Spanish La Liga, they're actually going to funnel in noise from people that are partying at their homes. I was going uh, to say, I Twitter. do something like that. Yeah, so La Liga yeah, they, is at, they're doing that. If you had a fucking microphone in your house. You could do like a Zoom call or something like that. You could just let the yeah. Amazon Echo listen to you or whatever and send your... Yeah. They talked to Lamar Jackson, the MVP from this past year, uh, about this today, and he was saying like it'd be weird because you know he goes the fans bring a lot of energy, and he, he talked about that whole experience. But right, um, he goes you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to play a game if they're getting played, so I don't really have a choice. But it'd be different. It would suck. It'd probably take a certain amount of excitement out of it, you know. But I'm not probably- watching. It'd probably just be like a buzzing in the speakers. It wouldn't even sound like, you know, people or whatever. Well, if you well, watched they could uh, audio equipment out in those places and they could even use like the big screens and stuff to like show fans that maybe are yeah. zooming it, in from their house or something. No. Just from old games. If they had no fans, I guarantee you they would do that. No. Yeah. I don't well, have you seen the? Have you guys watched any of the Bundesliga uh, football games that have that have started up? Um, Is it Canada? No, it's German Premier League. The, right. It's zero crowd. All you hear is the players yelling Crazy. at each other, and yeah, I mean, no, no crowd, but it's just just the players. So you're just hearing the communication on the field the whole game instead. It's almost like oh, watching boy. a high school game. Yeah, it's almost like watching a high school game at two terrible teams and just the parents are there. Like, people there's just no one. People cheer, though. You know? People yeah. cheer at high school football games. Yeah, sort of. But it's not, like, to the degree of, obviously, you know, these games. <laughs> are they still doing the, the European soccer right now, Ryan? Uh, they just actually – in. It's funny you mentioned that the the Champions League's looking to try and do like a, a quick eight game tournament in Lisbon, uh, Portugal. What? Yeah, yeah, that sounds. I heard. Yeah, I and then there's ago, Germany was trying to get their league going, and they set up all these protocols. Everybody was basically quarantined into their respective hotels, and one of the coaches within the first week of them trying to get this up and running. Left the hotel to get a toothbrush or toothpaste, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I did take <laughs> it immediately. Yeah, who's kicked out or whatever, quarantined for two weeks. Yep. Well, okay, can we all agree, though, that we need sports, football to come back? Yeah, I'm tired of marble races. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you think you think the country is in like moral distress right now? You don't play football this fall. There will be a civil war. I feel like you know. That's how football started, is because the civil war ended and young men had nothing to do, so they they wanted to start playing football when it was actually like brutal and eight people would die every game. Seriously. They didn't have full starting either at that point. It was all just that whole three yards and a cloud of dirt. Yeah, pretty much. It was was five yards, and it was, yeah, only running, no throwing or whatever. And It was pretty much just smear the queer. That old chestnut. That's what they called it for sure. (laughs) You chose such a beautiful day to say something like that, Chase. Thank you. <laughs> the National Gay Day or something or what? Well, they did hey, just get the month. Yeah, they did. Oh, is that so we all saw that it took an hour and twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to offend anybody. Journey. Sorry. <laughs> so you should apologize to Vicky. All right, Vicky. Well. <laughs> Even Vicky knows. Uh, Rainbow Month. I didn't know that. And, yeah. Well, I mean, Trump's trying to take it away from them, right? No, just their medicals. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, you missed the beginning. Yeah, uh, I was having computer. She's good. Don't worry about her. So, do you know what a Chaz is? Either any guys? That's the autonomous zone in Seattle. Yeah, Chaz. 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 I know of a Chaz. Exactly. When you hear the word Chaz, don't you think like just? You know, the frat boy or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think of a slightly heavy set popular guy. I don't know. Like, oh. <laughs> like a friendly, portly guy. Yeah. So the Chaz, Chaz or the Capitol Hill occupied protest is oh. a, essentially a little area in um, Seattle where there's usually a lot of um, different protests going on. But, but the police also abandoned their precinct there. So people set up these an autonomous zone and that uh, was a while ago though that they abandoned it. It was it's been abandoned for a while. But um the people just took it back and said, "You know what? We're going to control this, you know, little block of the neighborhood." Um and just no police are allowed in or whatever. It's kind of the first little test. First, I thought oh. that they were just like declaring themselves their own state, which is a kind of what it is, you know? Like Peter Griffin? Not Fair example. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can, not like I can see how you would think that, but <laughs> no. Pretoria. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Peterbilt. <laughs> um well this is this is actually just like a bunch of hippies in seattle 
trying to manage their own city, even though they're still like on public electricity and the water is still running, you know, they're just like, they're having a block party essentially. Right. Yeah. yeah. What I read from what's set up out there, they got like vendors so you can go out there and have people making food. There's places where there's live music. But it's and all free right now. Too. It's turned into uh, a little mini burning man festival. That's not what I've read. Burning Man. That's naked people running around in the, in the <laughs> so desert. Well, I think I think a lot of people are flocking to it now that it's been like established. You know, they hear, "Oh, free food and no police." I got to worry about. Yeah, I'll go live in these, you know, square blocks in downtown Seattle or whatever. I don't know. It's, are people actually posting up and staying? Like living out there? Yeah, people live there. As soon as they yeah. took the square blocks or whatever, people have been staying there. They haven't been leaving, you know? And yeah, Fox is a good neighborhood. Well, I don't think it's homeless people. I think it's just weird. No, they're most, they're Seattle mostly people. just hippies and protesters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure some homeless people have walked, wandered in, you know? If it's, you're going to give us free food and. Like, you know, fucking drum circles and poetry slams, apparently. Mushrooms, acid, fuck yeah. Probably. So, um, Trump has called it uh, domestic terrorism, ugly anarchist. Um, and the mayor has basically said, hey, they're just fucking, it's just a black party. Like, they'll, I don't know, party themselves out or whatever. Um, the that's police were ordered to vacate that precinct last Monday by the mayor. And oh. from what I'm reading here about it, it, it's just basically protests spearheaded by Black Lives Matter. Um, but it's not like free food. I think some people have some food, but it's actually like a lot of vendors and stuff. Um, but there's not supposed to be any money going on in it. So any vendor that's setting up is giving food out. That's why so I'm reading that there's that. also community gardens too. So there's they, an article on Vox that kind of uh, VOX, right? They've got a, uh, basically an explanation going on about it. And yeah, they just so they've, set yeah. up gardens recently. I mean, it takes a garden a while to produce, you know, vegetables right. and shit to eat. Obviously, but yeah. But what, what camp out area, if you want to camp, They've been doing like poetry slams. See, uh, it's there's a school poetry. service day out there too. An impromptu dodgeball game. <laughs> <laughs> dodgeball. It just sounds like college, you know, people partying or whatever. It, it, yeah, it sounds exactly like college. With no like, safe zones. But there's also a lot of conflicting articles or like information out there because Fox news is reported on, um, on this Wikipedia article and it doesn't say it, but there's some sort of rapper that's like, they're claiming he's a warlord that, that's <laughs> taken over this area or whatever. And the people themselves have said that, you know, we have no leader, you know, we're, we don't, we didn't even plan this. We're just kind of figuring out as we go along or whatever. So, 
it's just very interesting because it's like Seattle is allowing this to happen, you know, right? Right. Why? A lot of pissed off people. I don't know. Yeah. And what happens when uh, the- I mean, it's gotten out of hand from anything I've read about. And I think yeah, exactly. like, as long as you guys aren't destroying property and hurting people and, you know, I like, will. Why but are they going to stop them? Are they paying taxes? They're still using, you know, the water and electricity. If you have a residence there, then yeah, I would assume so. But if you're just some panhandler, you don't go and tax somebody hopping on trains. You bust them and arrest them. I well, guess. If there's there's food being sold there. Food is taxed, so or at least the, the sale of it is. So I would say, yeah, they're probably paying taxes. Maybe but not. They're not all making of the any taxes, money. But- because there's no food, there's no money going on in this area. There is no exchange of money or whatever. So if I come over and give you some food for my house, you expect to be taxed on it. Somebody wants to donate food for other people to eat, and why do you care? I mean, I mean that's also a fair point. Yeah, that if is true. But it's like I don't know. we're going to run out of food, have no money to get food. Exactly. And they're going to have no money to pay the water bill that's going on. So is this like... They're gonna, it's going to go away eventually because there's going to be no money and people are going to be like, well, this is stupid. Yeah, you know? we got to go We got to go to work. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No more free food. All the free food's gone. Well, fuck, we better leave. No more free food. Where's the poetry? Oh, no more poetry. I'm out of here. <laughs> Where's the guy with the megaphone spewing Marxism? <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, hand baskets. Uh, but I don't know. Well, this is interesting. I want to see how this plays out because it's something's going on here. You know, we'll be over next. Nah, uh, I doubt it, man. Uh, I feel not, like they'll they're gonna stretch this a out there. That'll probably go on a while. I feel like yeah. the government wants to make an example out of this. It's like, see, this is what happens when you try to live on a community by yourself. You're you'll get screwed over. I don't think a lot of those people are living out there. I think it's just people that are going out there because there's stuff happening. A lot of those yeah. people live in that area. They no, have it, houses or apartments or whatever. They've what said the article I read said that they were accepting and homeless, but I mean, like you're probably right. People aren't living there. There are a lot of homeless people in Seattle. I was out there last year. I mean, like they have a true tent city in some areas. Yeah. Like it's insane. But Portland's like that too. A lot of the West Coast is like that in the Silicon Valley area. People there's just people want to that live there. in those cities, making over hundred grand a year, can't afford to live in a house or an apartment. So, but this is move out of the state, and they're kind of like trapped. But since since big tech kind of took off, a lot of places like San Francisco, the property values have skyrocketed so much that people that live and work there can't afford any housing. So, a lot of people that you might see in tents, you might think that they're just like beggars or whatever. A lot of them actually have full time jobs, Um, and they were for get like a large medical bill throws your entire finances off and you lose your home big time uh so this area though that they have uh occupied or whatever the square block couple blocks 
is a, a block that has been known for all these protests before. It's like place where they have gathered before at this precinct or whatever. Um, they did set up a medical stations right away, and uh, apparently they played the movie. Uh, the 13th, a documentary about race, uh, racism and mass incarceration the first night. And uh, yeah, it just seems like a total makeshift college. But the crazy thing is, is that city services are still being provided to the zone, including fire, trash removal, and Seattle says they will still respond to 911 calls. Well, there's still residential areas there. I think there's apartment buildings and actual uh, commercial areas too. So it's like they just shut that stuff off. There's people paying to live there. Uh, these people are still citizens of the United States, right? You know, they can't mm -hmm. just block them off or whatever and not talk to them. So I don't know. It's just a really weird situation with all the yeah. like. Let's see what's gonna happen. You know if the cops do show up in riot gear and just fucking pull them out and say, Nope, this is our precinct. It's probably just a matter of time before that gets changed. Yeah. Seattle's getting a lot of pressure, or at least the, the, the mayor is. The mayor seems cool with it. He's like accepted all of it. He's probably down there with them. Likely, but I mean, he's still probably getting a, a shit ton of pressure Could from other leaders. Probably. Well, I know Trump said that if they didn't take care of it, he was going to sit in the troops or something to that effect. Yeah, that's always the right thing to do, dummy. Start shooting. <laughs> Just come in and start <laughs> shooting pellets. Yeah. Shoot that tear gas that makes everyone cough, you know, so we can get that COVID game back going again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> shoot, that, shoot that metal bullet that's wrapped with rubber. <laughs> Right. What? Although an entertaining video I saw uh, was someone getting hit in the balls by a tear gas can. I mean, anytime someone gets hit in the balls, I, I can't help but laugh about that. <laughs> Even though it was a tear gas can. Yeah, he shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> I think it's because he like he like kicked another one back at the the police, and so someone with a, a tear gas gun had a sense of humor. <laughs> um so yeah that's uh that's the chaz never thought we'd talk about what a chaz is but there you go i knew i was gonna learn something today on this podcast always man always so it's a bunch of frat boys living in a Chaz know. is usually a frat boy, isn't he? Chaz is always usually a frat boy. I mean, so. that just sounds like a frat boy name. For That's sure. Man. Where's three polos? Yeah. At right. the same time. Three collars at one time. For sure. Okay. Um, speaking of Chaz, I think we have a little um, bast. Uh oh, <laughs> best turd for Derek. Do you want to explain the bastard? Yeah, uh, so that's a uh, a cat I've had for about ten years now. Um, he uh, recently 
he's an indoor outdoor cat and and recently he's been like spending a lot of time outside well he'll, i won't even see him sometimes for like a day or two um so i think it was like a week or two ago um he was gone for a while like two days solid my wife was a little worried um and there's like a neighborhood app i don't know what the hell it's called but she's on it so she went to post something like hey have you seen my cat and ended up finding um a thread all about our cat. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can pull it up. I won't be able to share the pictures, but I can read some of what's on there. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just sharing some of his old Facebook photos of him with his cat cam. He has a camera on him? We, we got a camera at one point. He's just exploring these people's backyards. All right. <laughs> so here, I'll read you the, the thread from this app. Um, so this is what my, my wife found. This was posted, um, May 15th this year. Gray cat just started seeing around this week. Very friendly follows you and lets you pet it. seems like a cat that belongs to someone has been socialized near 38th and Marcy, which is right where I live on, um, belong to anyone. And all these people start commenting on it saying like, Oh, I love that cat. I go outside and he, he goes on walks with me and my dog. Um, <laughs> I have no idea whose cat it is, but he hangs around my house. I named him Carl. <laughs> he actually got into my house one time. Um, and then they actually continue saying they kind of miss Carl. He hasn't come to visit in a while. Um, and then just a bunch of people talking about how they see the cat, and sometimes they don't see him for a while and they miss him. Um, so then my wife responded on there and said, Oh, that's my cat. His name's Bass and blah, blah, blah. And so eventually like, Oh, it's good that he has a family. That's good. Um, well then last week we had that big storm that came through and we wanted to get him inside, you know, in case it was hailing or anything. So my wife goes out around the corner and, uh, you know, it's usually he hangs out a block away and he comes running up to her and all these neighbors were outside, I guess, and start talking to her like, Oh, you know, this cat. She's like, well, yeah, it's my cat. Um, <laughs> One of the people said, like, yeah, I almost started keeping him inside and adopted him as my own. Another lady said, my cat or my son loves your cat. He brings him into our house all the time and plays with him. Um, people leave. He gets fed tuna daily, apparently, <laughs> which is why he's not hanging out at my house anymore. He's getting fresh tuna out of the can, you know, and getting some kid playing with them all the day. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's got a new name, Carl. And uh, wow. sensation that goes around and walks with other people and lets himself into their houses. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wait, wait, wait. Look what at a that fun loving guy. That's... <laughs> what a shithead. Yeah. Nailed it. Well, we got we to gotta end the podcast with some nice cat news, happy news like that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, well, you I have a sign in the neighborhood now, apparently. You should make a sign that says Carl's House. In Carl's house. house, there you go. <laughs> you should do that. Oh. Actually, just put out a picture of the cat and put him like, I live here, you know, so people would know that. And then you can put it on the app. I'm I'm Carl just so people know, and they walk by like, oh, look, Carl or whatever they want to call him lives here. Does he have a That's leash? Or does he have a collar? No, he doesn't. Have, he's chipped. You should get a bell for him, though. That'd be annoying. Yeah. 
It is. I grew up with a cat that always had a bell on. You'd hear that thing at three in the morning. It was annoying yeah. shit. Yeah, our cats go crazy enough early enough in the morning as it is. I don't need to hear a bell. <laughs> right. <laughs> you when they scratch your face, like feed me, feed me. Um, if he's home, he will. He comes home and he eats his morning meal and eats his dinner and he's out and every and other time. <laughs> I got two minutes to go get. <laughs> I got dessert up the street. I gotta get. Yeah. Right me Carl. I gotta go see him today. He's getting <laughs> well, he's not fat, but he, he's definitely put on a little bit of weight. But he's outside all the time running around, so he just burns it off. He's fat. I'll say it, Derek. He's a fat bastard. He's thickened <laughs> up a little bit. He's still got that winter weight. He has like five different families. <laughs> right. <laughs> when I go and walk the dog, if he's out and he'll follow us, I've had people stop on the street and be like there's a cat following you. I'm like, yeah, it's my cat. And they're like, oh my God, how do you train to do that? It's like, just always done it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't walk across Dodge with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Leave me alone. Did you, did you show the selfie picture? The what? The selfie picture he took. It's his reflection in yeah, that the back window. Um, the one in the window, yeah. Yeah, we saw that one, didn't we? I think so. I also, I want to look at this one. So, anyone else have anything else to trash talk before we wrap this crazy fucking podcast up? Nope. Did you get your laundry done, Chase? I did. All time. That's good. I think we should trash talk the food distribution in this country and maybe use it as a prelude to another episode. Who's Anybody else notice that meat is going through the roof at the grocery stores right now? And oh, yeah. Yeah. Have enough animals are having to slaughter and kill them all because they can't get them to market. Yeah, I've seen posts of uh, pig farmers basically saying, seriously, come to my farm, 100 bucks, you can have this pig and you can go slaughter it. 100 bucks. Which is a fucking steal. Oh, yeah. But it's like, are you going to slaughter a pig, Ryan? Yeah, because I know where to take it. But, I mean, most yeah, people probably fun. aren't going to. Yeah. But, yeah, I would. Absolutely. You could you could live off that for a goddamn year. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you could. I mean, yeah, we I used to... to buy some, um, uh, what, we ended up getting ribs. I can't remember what my wife was look, hoping to get, like, brisket or something. It was, like, 40 bucks. Probably like a pork roast or something. No, it was a beef, something beef, and oh, okay. and it was forty bucks for it. Um, yeah. So we ended up getting like some pork ribs, which maybe a little bit more expensive than normal, but it wasn't outlandish like that. Yeah, I've noticed Hy-Vee's rib uh, ribeyes have gone quite gone up quite a bit. They're like almost seventeen bucks a pop. Yeah, yeah if you go for the twelve ounce. Hmm. actually just smoked a pork shoulder again over the weekend. Um, that wasn't bad price, but I've definitely seen it cheaper. I think I got like a almost five pounder for 13 bucks, 12 bucks, something like that. I didn't that. know you had a smoker. You got a smoker? I do. I do. I, I like to smoke some meats, mostly just yeah, pork and ribs and beef ribs. The beef is what's been crazy expensive. A pound of hamburger at uh, high or at uh, Baker's was going for 
Oh God, for one pound, I think it was eight bucks. Yeah. Don't even look at the price tag for the grass fed shit. It's like almost ten, if not already ten bucks a pound. Yeah. For a pound. And we're not talking bison meat, which is usually that price. Like <laughs> it's insane. Um but yeah. Um Vicky says pork is cheap, but beef is outrageous. She nailed it. Couldn't have said it better. But beef's better. <laughs> I prefer pork ribs over beef ribs. Chase likes his beef. If I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I go for the uh, the beef. But pork, I'm with D. Pork is probably pork ribs, like spare ribs or St. Louis style. Yeah, those are the yeah pork's way to go. Pork gets uh juicy or whatever you know i think beef ribs to me are kind of stringy i don't i don't like the texture nearly as much as i like the pork it's uh it's a bit finickier to cook yeah absolutely pork is just straight up straightforward yeah i agree like like trying to smoke a beef brisket it's like a 14-step process um you smoke a pork butt it's a three-step process yeah i mean completely completely different so Emily asks, how do others find Bast Page? There's a T in there. He's Bast. He's the Egyptian cat god. Um, you just have to go to a Facebook and type in Bast Turd Ferguson, and you'll find it. Here, I'll type it into the thing for you. My name. That's my name, Turd Ferguson. Bast Turd. Bast Turd. I get it now. Oh, shit. I typed it wrong, though. <laughs> It's turd. It's turd. Bastard. <laughs> he's a popular he's, bastard. He's a turd, though. He's a turd. So well, he's a Carl now. Well, uh, yeah, he's a popular Carl turd. He's a Carl bastard Ferguson. <laughs> Country style. Country style, also solid. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, find all my neighbors. Are are you going to Derek's neighborhood, thirty uh, eighth and Marcy, and you'll just see him walking around, hooking, pooping? Uh, I'm going there now, hooking, not pooping. Hooking. Hooking. All right. Well, <laughs> little Dick, I'm glad you made it in tonight. He's cat hooking. Ryan, thanks for wearing the 49ers hat. Thanks obviously. for having me, guys. Don't forget to yeah. follow the uh, <laughs> the Showtime shirt. No. Derek, thanks for Showtiming it off. Uh, Lane, thanks for bringing your screen in the Bastard Ferguson. And we'll catch you next time. All right, guys. Up, All right. Good night, Omar. Thank you. God bless. Peace out.